Well, good Tuesday morning, everybody. It is the 7th of December, and my title today is How to Strengthen Our Awe of God. You know, when Christians become addicted, really, to any kind of addiction, it is a very serious condition, and and we have to deal with it. Well, most of you already know that. We feel like the longer and farther we go in our addiction, the farther we get from God. It's like he is now way off in the distance, and if we want to return to him, like the prodigal son or daughter, there is a very long distance we must travel, and we are not sure what to expect when we arrive. Prodigals often feel unworthy and question if God even still loves them. Better to get the food of a slave, however, than continuing to eat the slop for the pigs. We might even believe that there will be stiff consequences we must deal with to be welcomed back into a restored relationship with God our Father, or even the thought that he might not want us back. Maybe the door to his kingdom has been locked, and we're locked out, and we might even be destined for hell. So if you're feeling that way, or thinking that your sin has separated you from God, I have some very good news for you, and let me put it in plain and simple words. You are wrong. You see, our enemy is the one putting those thoughts into your head. They're not true, and they're not biblical. The problem is you are being double-minded. You're not sure of your eternal salvation and believe that God's love for you is contingent upon your ability to obey him and walk in purity, which we have all failed in miserably. Listen, when God saved you, He made you a permanent member of his family. You went from being dead in your sins and transgressions to being alive in Christ, born again spiritually, and brought into the family of God. And once that happens, you've become a son or a daughter of God, and he promises to never leave you or forsake you. And if you remain in that no-man's-land-of-doubt, then you'll be afraid of God, and you might even think that he's done with you. But he's not. You will also drift away from fellowship with other Christians because of your secret shame, and you'll become more and more isolated. I know that because I've been there with the added motivation that I was a senior pastor of medium-sized churches. But I was addicted to porn and sex for over eight years. Listen, healing from our sins begins with having the faith to believe that God still loves us and that he still wants to make us holy. Notice I didn't say He demands that we make ourselves holy. No, he still wants to make us holy. Now that work will be finished in heaven permanently 
forever we will all be perfect and conform to the image of Christ to the end of time and beyond. But for now, here is our condition according to Hebrews 10.14. Listen carefully. It's talking about the offering of Christ. For by a single offering, he, that be God, he has perfected for all time. Did you hear that? By a single offering, he has perfected for all time those, that'd be us, those who are being sanctified or those who are being made holy. So God's already perfected us in his eye for all time, even though in the here and now, we're still in this process in this battle for purity. You know, until we get to heaven, we are being sanctified. And that's the process that we're all in for the rest of our lives here on earth. But here's the problem. We're wanting to get as much out of this life on earth that we can. We want to become as successful as we can. We want to enjoy what the world is offering us, which is really nothing compared to what our Father has for us. And I'm learning that what we all have is an awe problem. We want horizontal awe. We want others to be in awe of us. And even we want to be in awe of ourselves. We minimize the reality of our failures and think of ourselves as better than we really are. And as long as we're seeking horizontal awe, then our vertical awe has grown stagnant. Here's what the writer Paul David Tripp writes in his book titled Awe, which I highly recommend. But here's what he says in one paragraph. He says, Horizontal awe is obsessive and addictive because the things to which I am looking have no ability at all to give me what God can give. At best, at best, the buzz of these things is short-lived. And because it is short-lived, I have to go back again and again. And because I have to go back again and again, well, I'm looking for it all the time. And because it doesn't ever really satisfy me, I need more and more of whatever it is to give me the buzz that I am seeking. Because the physical created world will never save me. It can never provide lasting rest of heart. End quote. Man, that sounds like porn addiction to me going back again and again, never really satisfying, needing to get more and more. I think he's on to something. Does that not describe what we're experiencing in our sexual brokenness? We get a buzz from porn, but it's always short-lived. Because it is short-lived, we must go back repeatedly. And soon we want it all the time because it's become an itch we can barely scratch. And yet after scratching it, we feel the itch again and again and again. And so we're looking for it all the time. 
Listen, my friends, it is vertical awe that we need. It is a strong and growing awe of God that we really are longing for. And since this is so important, we're going to camp on this idea for a few days and learn how we can increase our awe of God. And I think it begins here. So let's start with something simple. My awe of God will grow when I learn more about him. Now, I don't want to just give you some biblical and theological answers. I want us to experience an awe for God by experiencing him more in our lives. What is it we need to do to grow in our awe of God? Well, let's just start small and work our way up. I believe the very first way we can grow in our awe of God is by taking the time daily, maybe even multiple times a day, to give to God the praise and the thanksgiving that he deserves. Paul tells us to give thanks in everything. Psalm 100 says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we're his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. So that's where we start, my friends. If we can begin to develop a heart of thanksgiving for all that God has done for you and all of who he is, it creates a foundation on which our awe of God will grow. We'll go into this more tomorrow. God bless you, my friends. I hope you spend time giving thanks to God today. And especially just as you're going to bed, spend some time thanking him in prayer. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care. And goodbye. Goodbye.